Money doesn't matter, Mrs. Kerr. Just tell me what you want. You don't take money? No, that's right. I, I don't understand. I'll, I'll explain later. First, let's hear what you've got to say. Well, it's about my boy, Bill. Bill? Nickname? Yes. His real name Hello everyone, welcome to The Confused Dad. With me, The Confused Dad, and today I want to talk about money. And that is a big taboo topic. Oh man, money, oh my gosh. Particularly with regards to money in relationships and in marriages. And one of the things that I've found time and time again is I've been quite surprised in the way in which people decide to work their finances when it comes to being in a dynamic like a marriage. Now, let me begin by saying that I am not talking for absolutely everyone here, but I have encountered enough sort of similar styles of doing things that has led me to believe that I think there's a lot of unhealthy a lot of unhealthy decisions when it comes to how people work their finances inside of their most important dynamic that they will have in their lives, their marriages. And what I've noticed is that, or let me rather say now that I am now no longer the the main breadwinner. And and actually, I never have had that, that um, I suppose, responsibility or pressure of being, first of all, the only person who brings any money into the home and let alone brings more than my partner. That's never been the case. My wife has always earned more. And um, I've never been in a situation where, uh, or she's never been in a situation where she hasn't been earning money for, for the household. So I don't really understand the pressures that come with being the only person. But what I do notice is that it creates a power sort of imbalance within, a, within the, the home. That being said, um, I think it can work successfully, and I'm sure there are people that do, but what I've noticed is that often women are then put, if they're the ones staying at home full-time with the kids and, and responsible for, for all of the running of the house, there seems to be an imbalance with regards to how important the money is over what they do. There seems to be a feeling from their side that they're actually not worth as much as their husbands are because there's obviously a financial tag attached to what their husbands are worth. Also, what I've seen is that people will assume things about um, each other. So uh, there's a massive stereotype, like a kind of tongue-in-cheek, don't tell your wife what you earn because, you know, she'll clean you out. That sort of stereotypical thing where it's almost... It's almost um, tantamount is saying well a certain religious group may have extremists within them and they're terrorists so everybody within that religious framework is also a terrorist like I'm, I'm suppose I'm comparing sort of is it apples to apples I don't think so it's probably different but the very notion that all women are going to destroy you the moment they know how much you earn or is, is this is this perhaps a, 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 what are the, a, a gym a kind of locker room comparison thing where men are afraid to share that information because they intrinsically believe that they're not worth much they don't earn enough to feel good about themselves what does it take is this like comparing various 
parts of your body, the size of various parts of your body in the locker rooms to, to sort of establish your alpha maleness. I think there's a level at which there, there, that is. Like there's a level at which there's a massive amount of vulnerability that men feel towards sharing how much they earn because they essentially believe that they don't earn well enough. And even when they do, they probably are still locked into it. But I don't know what's what's enough for you to feel like, hey, I can put that out on the table and say, this is what I earn. And um, how are we going to use this in our relationship, in our marriage? How are we going to divide this in a kind of logical way? I've also heard crazy things like you've got to keep things sort of money aside for yourself that your wife doesn't know about so that you can, you know, spend it on the things that she won't allow you to buy. Like what in the hell is that all about? Won't allow you to buy. Like it means not, not won't allow you because she's a horrible human being. Um, it, it's not allow you. It's like because you want to spend money on things that have no no value within the dynamic of your family and the priorities of your family. It's like, yeah, okay, but to keep that a secret, I mean, everybody has aspirations and desires and objects they may covet, you know, that people like, but to think that, to think that it has to be sort of a secret stash in case your wife finds out. I mean, I heard this thing on the radio the other day where a guy had returned his car that he bought he resold it back to the dealership after having bought the car without even telling his wife. Like, she didn't even know about it, right? And he sold it before he got into trouble. I'm thinking, what? Like, so did this guy literally go and buy a car, right? Or finance a car, essentially. And then he, he would drive it to some location close to his home, like park it there, which in South Africa is very risky, like some random, what is it? Like, leave it at work, get in his old car, drive that home. And I, don't, I just don't, how did he... What was, the, what was the plan there and why did he feel the need that he had to do that? Obviously, within that dynamic, there's a huge problem. He can't communicate his needs for sure. He obviously has got fears that have never been resolved or engaged with about womankind in his own relationship. And um, he could not be, and I don't want to use the word brave because I know that everybody does the best that they can with the tools they have in life. But he did not feel it's safe enough to tell his wife, listen, I'm... I've got this impulse to buy this car and I'm just I just can't stop myself. Like that's a dialogue worth having. Because then at least you can start opening up that uh, those those uh, lines of communication and go I just have this sort of need to own a really fancy nice car because I actually feel uh, in, inadequate. And that inadequacy may also be fueled by the dynamic in the relationship itself. So his wife may also have to work on herself and the way in which she sort of speaks to him about things or the way in which she might judge him without meaning to or I don't know the full story but I thought wow the fact that you can buy a car and then return it before your wife finds out but then she obviously did find out but it was a it's kind of a funny thing but not because I think there's something fundamentally horrific about having to be in that situation I also find it totally disgusting that there are dynamics in, in marriages where the husband pays the wife a, a, a salary, essentially, like a, a spending, she has an allowance. And it's referred to as that. And I think there's something very derogatory about that. Again, you may be somebody in a dynamic where that is 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 sort of tongue-in-cheek. But th there's a legitimate imbalance of power there for me that I don't feel comfortable with. I don't like that idea that... And it came to me, uh, for me, it was a matter of uh, doing the washing. And I've been doing the washing for multiple weeks now where 
And washing and me, we've never been friends, hey? The biggest tensions in our marriage have been caused by washing, believe it or not. Or it was always a precursor to, it was, it was, in, it was always washing that brought out some interesting tension between us. And it usually, it, it always had to do with the fact that there was underlying challenges which we have had to address. It just so happened that washing was the vehicle that helped it. So I, I have an intrinsic hatred for washing. But anyway, uh, but that's beside the point. The big thing is that as I was hanging washing and I sort of felt like, I felt, felt proud of myself because I've gone from being this guy who totally hated washing. At one stage I said, I just want to like never do it again. And it's just, it's just something that triggers me in some weird way. Uh, I felt proud of what I had done. Like I've been doing the washing for these these last few weeks of being at home, these last couple of months, almost, yeah, couple of months. And I felt proud of myself. And I thought, wow, if any person who's staying at home, be it woman or man, but probably there's more likely to be a woman, if they don't feel proud of themselves, if they're in a situation where they feel like this is lesser than earning a salary, wow, that is so wrong in every single way because it requires a lot of time, energy, um, and also the consistency of doing it because it is a thankless job. Not thankless from the perspective that the people around you won't be thankful. It's thankless insofar as it it's all back the next week. The damn same t-shirt is back and the pants are back and the socks are back. It's, it's just a repetitious over and over and over the same thing so that you can function. And that takes a little bit of like adulting where you just get it done because you know, it needs to be done. Otherwise, you don't have clothes. But to think of yourself as less because of that, and when you throw in paying your wife a sort of a little stipend or a little spending, a spending uh, allowance, you know, it's almost like a little salary. There's a level at which for me, there's, there's something imbalanced about that, and I don't like it, and I don't like what it sets up. It also sets up a dynamic where, where the person who is being sort of staying at home and having to having to sometimes ask and beg to spend money because they're not kept in the loop it leaves them in a position of not being able to ask questions and i don't know in business you wouldn't do that you'd want to know what the balance sheet is of a business you want to buy or, or how did it do or what, what's working in your marketing if you're spending money on it you want to look at the metrics to keep someone out of the loop because you're afraid as the husband and yes i'm being a little hard because I am the guy in the in this relationship. I am the one staying at home. I am the one who is experiencing possibly and and I have an incredibly supportive dynamic and I could be I cannot be more grateful for it because the the pressure or the the stripping of self-worth that comes when you when you're no longer earning what you were or when you you've you've had a massive change of of a dynamic where you were going to work and now you're at home and perhaps people are different to me but that takes a lot of it takes a lot out of you to have a partner who then uh, isn't able to share with you what's going on in their minds or where you stand with regards to money or how you're able to best spend the money between you know it's it's an open discussion. If I didn't have that, then I would feel really really bad about myself in every possible sense of the word because I would be out of the loop, I would feel lesser in the eyes of my wife because she's the one earning the fixed income. She's the one uh, carrying the household. And and it's it's also made me see her in a whole new light. Um, and that I honor, uh, rather than going, well, she's the one, damn, how can she be the one doing that? I should be and beat myself up about it. 
Besides the fact that that can change tomorrow, we never know. Accidents happen. People have to stop working. Uh, businesses close down. Um, I just sort of saw her in this new light, which was, wow, she does what it takes to get the job done. And at no point did she feel the need to um, make it any more difficult or no point did, did she allow uh, preconceived ideas or structures that exist within society, things that uh, are sort of unspoken agreements, like as the man you must provide, that never cropped up. But if it did, wow, I, I would be totally crushed because I'm trying to now learn a new set of skills. I'm trying to challenge myself and be with my son for a long period in the day in a way that's um, meaningful, relaxed. I'm working on myself now much more so that I can be a better version of myself. Because again, there my wife goes out every day. She's working long hours, intense work as a teacher. Um, and she comes home and I've been home. Um, and I kind of have to be more in tune with where she's at. Whereas when we were both just flying out to work in, it's kind of like you're both you're both sort of ship sailing past one another. And I'm grateful for the capacity now in my mind to go, wow, I see how valuable what I have is. And I couldn't have any other way. And yes, there are periods of time where that's no longer going to be as clear because I will be on the grind in some or another way. It's just part of life. So at this strange, this strange paused moment, or not even paused, but this moment that, that has allowed more clarity for me to see the value that she brings. And yes, financial too, if it wasn't for her capacity, her ability and her skill set, it would have been a lot more difficult. Um, but I'm sort of thinking to myself, if you as a, as a stay-at-home parent, if you as a stay-at-home mom or dad, if you feel lesser, lesser because you don't earn a salary that is the equivalent of your partner, then there's something which you need to engage with within your relationship. There just is. It's not, it's, it's, it's either, it could be just in your head where you go, geez, you know, I'm such a, I don't have any value. I don't have any say in the family. I don't have any say in my dynamic. Or it could be that your your actual dynamic between the two of you just has never been unpacked and gone, hey, listen, geez, this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling sort of lesser. I'm feeling kind of useless that I'm not contributing. And all I do is washing and cleaning and cooking. And I'm feeling like that's not, that's not the equivalent of bringing home X amount of money. I would... It, there is something very interesting to be said. I wish there was a way to live in someone else's shoes for a month, like you you can swap with him. Because every single aspect of, of a person's life uh, is challenging in one or another way if experienced by someone who's never tried that thing. So yeah, being a stay-at-home parent when you haven't been one for a month, that'll humble you. That'll humble you. You'll be grateful to go back to work because... because um, you haven't, there are trials and tribulations in everything. But what saddens me is that there are people who are doing the best that they can. They are with the children. They are running their household. And they sit and feel like they're lesser. Like they don't have a skill set. Damn, if you run a house, promise you, you've got a ton of skills. 
Whether those skills are now marketable to the bigger world, well, that's where your thriftiness and smartness and agility and ability to to multitask and all of those things come into play to figure out if you do want to enter the the financial, the job market, so to speak, that you have got a skill set. You do. It's about identifying who might benefit from that and then um, approaching those individuals with the same kind of gusto you do about ironing the clothes. So for me, I just wanted to reflect on that and go and, and say to myself, I find it, I, I, I'm of the opinion that when, when someone is kept in the dark with regards to the financial state of a family, I think there's something not in balance and in sync between the people within that relationship. And it makes me feel nervous. It makes me feel like that's a fundamental part of, of, a, of a dynamic where you know where you stand emotionally, practically, and I've only recently, you know, over the last few years of working on myself enough to know, including my wife in even my uncertainty or my fears, that was not a natural state. It's just not a natural state for us as men. We just are not taught to be okay with sharing our feelings um, or at least the ones that matter. And I'm realizing the more that I do that, and I'm not saying you have to talk about every little thing, including stubbing your toe on the way to getting coffee and, and none of that. I'm, I'm just saying there's certain fundamental things that when you share those, when you open yourself up, yes, you open yourself up to risk of being hurt. That's true. Um, and I've realized that very recently. For me to be able to move on with my life and move forward with my life and create again, I have to put down the baggage of the stuff that I'm still holding in my hands. I have to, it's like you can't carry an infinite amount of suitcases. You've got to put some down to pick up new ones. And one of those things is to be more um, more proactive in sharing what is going on in my mind before my partner has to go, okay, so what's up? What's going on? I'm sort of being kept out of the loop because that makes the other person feel devalued. And it never struck me. I used to think that keeping information away from my my wife was useful or, or not useful, but it was it was honoring her because I didn't want to put onto her some uh, additional pressures in life. I didn't want her to feel sorry for me. I didn't want her to feel nervous or scared for me. I wanted her to believe that I was the knight. I did. I would tremble in my armor. I would cry in my armor. And what that does, and I've I've seen this now, what that does is it alienates the person that you want to be with. It alienates them because how are they supposed to be part of your life when that is not being, it can't be accessed, particularly with regards to something as very practical as money, even though money is obviously not removed of emotional connection. It actually has a whole bunch of it. It triggers people in so many ways. And what was my parents' generation would never share their financial. I mean, that, that you'd never talk about salaries. You'd never in a million years. Things are changing slowly. But I still think that there's a silent a power imbalance within a dynamic that exists um, throughout the world where one person earns money, the other person doesn't. And then that person sort of kept out of the loop because what will they know? And I think that that definitely has to change. Um, yeah. I just do. I think be damn brave. Be brave as the husband if you're the one earning the money and say, listen, I think me earning the money, all the money, is going to or, or, or makes you feel like there's very little value that you bring. Is that true? I mean, ask. That's something else that I realize. Just ask. Ask. You cannot assume what anybody, even if you've been married for 20 years, 
you cannot assume because you know the the times which they go for a poo uh you can't you know you might know their bodily their bodily clocks but you really can't know their internal mindsets and that changes you might think you do but that might be different a week from now and i think appreciate that appreciate that you can be in a certain situation right now where you feel too afraid to share your financial situation but that that can change and that with that will come a sense of self-worth connection and transparency which will bring you closer together there's no doubt about it because you get to strip away another layer of bureaucratic preconceived sort of societal layering junk you strip away a little bit of that and then you become a little bit more human to each other you know and that's totally awesome i think so challenge yourselves challenge yourselves uh, men out there if you're the the breadwinners out there challenge yourself to open up show show that 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 pay slip show that uh, show what you're making and 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 start talking to your to your partners about it like do you think we're spending the money in the wisest possible way what are your opinions what are your needs what are your thoughts what are your fears um so yeah that was my bee in my bonnet this morning at 7:47 a.m. um the 12th the 12th Tuesday the 12th of June for this episode and um yeah i'd like to thank you for listening and if you would like to get in contact with me you can email me at confuseddads@gmail.com or you can look me up on facebook just look for confused dad but until next time just look after yourselves be brave challenge yourselves and i will speak to you soon goodbye everybody